What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to the latest episode of our 12 p.m. Sunday experience, recorded live at our location in Vancouver, BC. So come on in and enjoy a powerful right now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy. The word gonna do what it do. Go and tell the Holy Spirit, do what you do. Say, here I am, Lord. I'm here to receive the life-changing word. We're in a series called The Power Rangers. And for the next several weeks, maybe several months, we will be uh, opening this up, The Power Rangers, The Power Rangers. Um, and we will spend two to three weeks on each topic, but we're going to let that be a loose two to three weeks. But it is the necessary weapons of choice. They're, ne- they're necessary weapons, but you have to choose to use them. Necessary weapons of choice. The power rangers, the power of the word, the power of prayer, the power of worship, the power of giving, the power of the local church, the power of fasting, the power of praying, the power of waiting, the power of faith the power of resting or the power of trust, the power of love, and we will end on the power of his presence. Holla back, baby boy or girl, whichever the one that was. Today we are starting or continuing the message on the power of the what? Word. Come on, the power of the what? Word. I would encourage all of you because I like to do a little recap, but anyone that knows me, Um, recaps can turn into the remix and we don't get on the new stuff we do get on to new stuff but the recap bursts new stuff and I never get on to the new stuff that's documented and so I'm encouraging you today to download the app and you can find our messages there we started this last Sunday evening and then we picked up this morning now we made it further this morning than we did last week but I want to make it further right now than we did this morning so I will try to give you a brief recap and move forward the word of God is the will of God the word of God is the will of God you never have to say God what is your will This is the thing. You're looking in the Bible for what Scripture says, car, husband, house. There's no Scripture that's going to tell you where your husband, your wife, your house, your car is. But the Scripture will tell you how to get to God's will, which God's will for you is shalom, peace. Nothing missing, nothing broken, and wholeness. So stop compromising your peace for potential. If you really want to know God's will, it is not going to conflict with your peace. It will persecute your peace, but it will not steal your peace. God's will is not a career for you. God has a will within your career. And he cares about the boss that's paying you more than he cares about how much you're getting paid. The word of God is the will of God. Every single thing you've seen 
every character you read in the Bible, although there was prosperity, you saw God trying to lead people back to his peace, his salvation, his love. So this won't be a message that is going to just leave you at believing for monetary things. Because if you seek him first, the stuff will be added unto you. I was telling Elder John yesterday, I was like, I realize there's levels of prosperity. Because right now there's certain cars that just belong to retired people. Or older gentlemen, like a nice STS Cadillac. I'm talking about real luxurious. I got a son named Micah. I can't have that car right now. Because he can't get in it. It's not time for that level of blessing in that sense, right? There's things that we want and we're trying to pull God's plan for future promise into now. And then we're going to get it or forfeit it because we're rushing. We're trying to do God's part. And you're 65 with no peace. Saved for 25 years. And you think going to any church is all that matters. Just find a church. No, baby. No. You have to find where God is. God is alive. Where the coaches that are there, leaders that are there will challenge you to grow. Any church should challenge you to grow. Amen. The Word of God is the will of God. If you want to know the will of God, look right here. Don't call your friend. I mean, you can call your friend, but make sure your friend, that's why I love, you call Elder John, you call certain people, certain people in this church you call, and guess what they're going to do? The conversation going to end up on what God said. That just make it so easy. You put it on God. And you stand on the word and you believe the word with people and you pray the word and you sing the word and you stand on the word and you pray the word and you sing the word and you stand on the word and you pray the word and you sing on the word. You stand on the word, you pray the word and you sing the word. You stand on the word, you pray the word and you sing the word. You you stand on the word, you pray the word and you sing the word. You, you stand on the word, you pray the word and you sing the word that's pretty simple until what you're believing shows up it's not no I go to church one day and I had a good old informational time this is a lifestyle you ever have somebody ask you how you feeling but they don't want to know how you feel right I've done that before sometimes you get mad you ask them how they doing Uncle Willie. You ask Uncle Willie how he feeling. You have to be ready for the response. You have to have time for the response. Well, Uncle Willie, you just got to be careful even saying what's up. Even a head nod opens up an invitation. You kind of got to ignore Uncle Willie if you ain't got no time. Often, we ask God what he thinks, but we don't got time for really what he thinks. You don't want to know God's will. Because depending on where you're at in your life, it may disappoint you. 
which is silly because God has nothing but great intentions for you. But God's will may be, I shared this this morning. Woo, this may be for somebody this in this room. Let me let me share it with you. I shared it with the team, but I feel prompted to share it with you right now. Maybe the Lord has been trying to teach you how to live without something instead of preparing you for the something you think you need or want. We think God is always preparing us for the promise, preparing to release something in our life. Have you ever thought God is trying to prepare you how to live without it? And not that he'll never release it into your life, but he's trying to get you to a place where you don't need it. should need need a job you shouldn't need need a spouse uh, you shouldn't need the world's affirmation need and as bad as you've thirsted and longed for the need of X, Y, and Z, have you ever thirsted and hungered for God the same way? Have you ever got dressed up looking for God? Have you ever got ready to go in your prayer closet? Have you ever went to the gym so you could be healthy for God to use you? created for him and then you were created for him to share you but when he shares you he should be getting real tight up in here a little turtlenecky up in here right now it's a little, 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 little thing that I was thinking through this morning if it makes sense for you great if it don't that's okay just forget it the will of God, if, if you could take our relationship with God like a, like a car. The will of God, you might think, is the steering wheel. God drives my life. No, no, no. The will of God, the word of God is the headlights. The word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my what? Path. The will of God is the headlights. And the will of man is the steering wheel. You can give God permission to drive or you could drive wherever you want right because the will w-h-e-e-l of man is the Holy Spirit he's come to lead us he's come to guide us but then the Holy Spirit's means to will the wills or drive the lives of man is equivalent to the navigation system in the car speaking about man's heart where your treasure is there will your what heart be also that's why he needs you to get the word in your heart so he can lead you in this world that's why the enemy he comes immediately according to uh, mark 4 he comes immediately to do what steal the word why does he come to steal the word because how does faith come faith comes by what hearing the word Holy Spirit, 
Psalm 119, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Psalm 119, uh, TPT says, truths shining light guides me in my choices and decisions. The word is not just to make you feel good. The word can help you hit a U-turn. The word is going to convict you. The word is going, whether you like it or not, the word is going to lead you, guide you. Uh, he, he leads us into green pastures. He restores my soul. And the revelation of your word makes my pathway what? Clear. You want clarity? Pick up the word. Don't get your palm read. No, palm reading going to confuse you more. It's going to confuse your spirit. Because you're going to a medium instead of going to the one. Why you want a medium when you can get an extra large? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Extra, extra large, extra long, you feel me right now. See, why would you go to a medium? Do you understand what a medium is? The medium is taking the place in humanity of the Holy Spirit. It's the intercessor. It is the one that stands between. And you wonder why there's some wires loose up here. And you wonder why witchcraft is having its way maybe in your life. And you're not having clarity. And you're so into spirituality in the name of Jesus. horoscopes. Yeah, I'm a Taurus. I ain't stubborn. No, I'm free indeed. I'm loving and kind. I got the fruit of the Spirit working in me. I don't see stubborn nowhere in the fruit of the Spirit. I'm not stubborn. I can't help. I was born on May 14th. Amen. It's a great time of the year, but I'm not going to guide my life and let my day be messed up because today Taurus is, is going to have a bad day because the moon is real low. You tripping. That is way too much work. That is way too much uncertainty. The word of God is the covenant, the will, the agreement, and the title deed of God. The Father. Let me just, y'all just going to have to, I'm, I, I got to go. See, I was reviewing and I was getting caught up. Thank you, Elder John, for praying for me. Praying in tongues, she was like, Come on, Pastor, we'll roll your boat. We'll roll your boat. We'll show the boat. <laughs> He's committed to his will. We talked about that this morning. That anything we ask according to his what? Will. Why are you frustrated that your prayers aren't being answered? Well, let me ask you, is your prayers based on his will? If you want a brand new house, work and save money. You don't need to bombard heaven for it. Maybe ask God for wisdom, eyes to see, relationships, patience. That's his will. But devils buy houses. Are you praying to win souls? Are you praying for shalom, peace, the peace that transcends all understanding? What are you bombarding heaven about? He said, anything that you pray according to my will, I hear it and answer it. He said, seek me, what, first, and all this stuff you worried about, it will be what? Added unto you. 
added. You want to know where multiplication is? It's seeking him. Woo! There's power in the word. Skippity skip. The word is what? Final authority. Final authority. My wife and I learned that. If our marriage was continuously dictated by what we felt and what we thought, and what she thought, what she felt about me, about the situation and what we should do, and my will versus her will, her idea versus my idea, we would go, we would just go in circles all the rest of our lives. But no, when you got a house that is bent on, what does God say? Is this bringing this household peace? Or for peace, we have to compromise. No, 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 no. The word has final authority. The word also has final authority in your jacked up situation. I don't care how it looks, what God says about you, your family members, your co-workers, your city, your country, and your world, God's word will come to pass. Your family will be saved. My God shall provide all of my needs according to his riches in glory. It may not look like it right now, but what I'm going to do, I'm going to stand on the word, I'm going to pray the word, and I'm going to sing the word. And guess what else I'm going to do after that? Stand on the word, I'm going to pray the word, and I'm going to what? Sing the word. And then right after that, guess what I'm going to do? Stand on the word, pray the word, and sing the word. It's a lifestyle. Do not let these words depart out of your mouth. Don't stop speaking the word. Pandemic come, speak the word. Attack against your marriage, speak the word. Children get sick, speak the word. You lose your job, speak the word. You get a promotion, speak the word. You get a new car, speak the word. Your car get repoed, speak the word. Speak the word. Why? Because it's indestructible, it's incorruptible, it's ever-living, it's everlasting. It's the only firm foundation that any man can stand on. It is the only certain thing in this world. Guess what? The Word is the only thing that can stay alive without changing. Get that in a minute. Say la. The, the word of God is the only thing that is living that can remain alive without change. For us to be good, we have to change. For us to grow, we have to change. For nature to prosper, the weather has to change. But the word never changes, but always prospers. I'm preaching in this little Catholic church right now, this little Catholic church, the little Presbyterians up in here. <laughs> For the gospel is the power of God working unto salvation. John 1, we saw this morning. You can see it later. <laughs> Keep going. Row your boat. <laughs> 
I got God's word is dependable. Come on, can you, can you turn that fan a little bit this way, Carlos? You got it. You on vacation over there next to the fan. Isaiah 55, 11 says that the word, the word, the word, it does not return. Understand, the word that I speak, the word that is what? Spoken. The spoken word does not return void. An unspoken word don't have a return because it ain't released. But God's word has, God's word is a two-way ticket, guaranteed. It will go and it will come back. And it will do exactly what he sent it to do. It fulfills the mission. God's word has a mission. That's why you have to align your mission with his mission. It's called a commission. The great commission. You have to surrender to his mission. He didn't say that. He says man has plans but in the end, he will get his way. He is not debunking your plans, but he wants to reform your plans so they align with his mission. He don't mind you wanting to having the dreams you have, but he's just trying to tweak it so it's to his glory. He don't mind you having a marriage. He don't mind you having a job. He don't mind you having kids. He don't have you mind you having millions of dollars, but he just wants it to be for his glory. Can he tweak it? His, his words, his word is incorruptible, Michael. It's no different than Michael. His wedding was postponed because of a pandemic. Therefore, his wife, who is coming to Love Quest, who God is calling people from the UK. So some of y'all Canadians wake up and realize the Lord is here. This is what you've been praying for, believing for. But his wife is, you, you got to understand this. She may be delayed, but she's not canceled. The, the wedding is going to happen. They, they, the, 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 them joining together is going to happen. But he can't stop serving. He can't stop speaking the word. He can't stop praying the word. And he can't stop singing the word or playing the word. He, he can't. He can't stop smiling. He can't stop dancing. He can't stop doing that. Why? Because we stand in on the word. And sometimes along the way, you just got to make a few tweaks. Because God has a plan. So what they should be distracted with is now he going to be a better man by the time she get here. Therefore, they better off not seeing each other right now because the version she was going to get in June, she's going to get a better one next year. God ain't trying to take nothing from you. He's just trying to multiply. He's just trying to fix things for your good. He works it for our what? Good. All things are working for my 
good because he's intentional. God's word is incorruptible. First Peter says, for through the eternal and living word, the eternal and living word. This is the only thing on earth that will never, ever have to die. For through the eternal and living word of God, you have been what? Born again. You word has redeemed you. The word has restored you. The word has lifted you up out of darkness. The word has transfigured you, has transcended you, has transferred you from one place in your life to another. You ain't in Papa you Guinea because the word stopped you and stopped you in your tracks. You ain't in Australia. Now you over there at this little table pioneering a church because the word had a plan for you. I'm glad the word interrupted my life. Woo, let them tweak it, let them tweak it. For through the eternal living word of God, you have been what? Born again. You are born again, and this seed that he planted, this seed that he planted, the Genesis says he formed you. Himself, Zoe, the life of God, the breath of God, Numa, He breathed into you His life, His seed. You are God's stock. You are cut from the fabric of heaven. You are a royal. And this seed that is planted within you can never You're going to experience tons of losses in this world. But this seed that is planted within you can never Catholic people out. This seed that is within you it don't, it don't matter what's going on around you what's in you you can separate us six feet separate us 60 feet but what's in me, I could send it 60 feet. <laughs> if prisoners got this revelation, they could change the prison system without waiting for the government. 
They just do what Paul and Silas did. Turn the whole prison into an a, a, a altar and begin to release the word. <laughs> What's in me can't be destroyed, but it will live and grow inside of me. word is live which means every time I stand every time I pray and every time I sing the word this is what's happening it's growing inside so what I have to face this year when it comes around again next year just in a different dress or different tuxedo Guess what? What's inside of me, it may have been a small faith last year, but it's growing inside of me. Look at your neighbor and say, it's time to grow up. He said, he said, he said, he said, it's growing inside of you forever. For human beings are frail and temporary like grass. Think we all that go up on the gondola <laughs> human beings are frail and temporary like grass and the glory of man is fleeting in other words curve swerve like blossoms of the field what are you doing with your fleeting life? The grass dries and withers and flowers fall off. But the word of the Lord endures everything. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went in the furnace with the word. That was the fourth one. They, so the fourth one was the word. I don't know what you're going through, what you're going to go through. Anything you go through, go through it with the word. And this is the word that was announced to you. Woo! This was the word that was announced to you. This is the word that was announced to you. This is the gospel. You didn't just get saved, you guys. You just got connected with eternity. Not just eternity, but eternal life. You go to work with the Word. In your cubicle, the Word. When you order your quad latte with syrup on the right side, you order, you, you take the Word to the cash register. You go to the bathroom, the word. You go grocery shopping, you take, look, you don't got to carry it. You just have to host it. Because it's in you. Everywhere you go, it's in you. And it's there like gumbo left over. And when it's time to use it, the Holy Spirit will stir it up. And you'll be like, 
Oh, I didn't even know I remember. I don't remember. No, I remember that. I didn't even think I need that word. You too busy trying to read the whole Bible in a year. You tired. You did, no, read what you need today. And in your free time, whatever that is, then try to read the Bible in a year. Read what you need today. Just put it. He said, give us, that's Bible, right? Give us this day our daily bread. We, we, we get in this religious, this scholar mentality. And we're, we're priding ourselves being scholars but not sons. Like, get the word inside of you for today. God, show me what I need today. And I can't just preach to you about today or this week. We also got to start preaching sermons about what's to come and what you're going to need down there. We got a responsibility as a church to prepare people. You can't tell me Love Quest wasn't prepared for a pandemic. If you're rooted here, you wasn't freaking out. I experienced some cool peace, real nice peace and prosperity during pandemic. I, this was an exciting last four months for me. Amen. Me and my wife spent a bunch of time and we discovered we really do like each other. Like our kids, like we just hung out and we still hanging out. Our roots went deeper. Our love got stronger. Our tent pegs stretch wider. If you don't come out of this pandemic better, stronger, wiser, something wrong. You missed it. God's word prospers us, listen, not merely informs us. Oh, that was a good word. No, it, it, it's supposed to work. Work the word, and the word will work for you. <laughs> work them dumbbells, and them dumbbells will work for you. Keep walking past the dumbbells and watch your, watch your biceps keep getting tinier. John 10.10, 10, the word is sent to prosper us. John 10.10. 10. A thief comes to steal the word. He comes to only one thing. This is his motive. The devil don't want your stuff. He wants your commitment. He wants your goodness. He wants your glory. He wants your peace. He wants your patience. He wants your kindness. He, want, he wants your forgiveness. He wants the things that, look, he wants the image and likeness of God. He don't want your stuff. He wants your image. Why? Because he once had your image. A thief has only one motive in mind. You thinking it's, oh my God, I got to do this. I got to block this. I got to protect this. I got to hide it under my bed. I can't tell nobody because the devil going to try to steal it. No, 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 no. He wants you doing what you're doing. Anxious, confused, running all over the place, double-minded. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But, but, but I have come. Who's come? 
the word has been what? Sent to us to do what? It has come to give you what? Everything in what? Abundance. Pause. Full stop. It didn't just come to give you everything. You, you, you get what I'm saying, Elder John? You get what the, It didn't just come to get you everything. Pause. Eternal blessing has no pause on it. When the word prosper you, it duplicates what it is. It's eternal. It keeps growing. It keeps going. It keeps prospering. But I've come. The word has come to give you everything in abundance. Woo, look at what it don't stop there and when it don't stop. More than you expect. So what do you expect right now? Oh, more than that. More than you expect, life in its fullness until you what? Overflow. Until you overflow. Has anybody stepped into overflow yet? Well, keep on walking. And why, 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 why will you never peak at overflow? Because you'll always be giving out of overflow. So as you give, it's need for what? More. That's why you don't need to worry about hoarding. Because there's more in the flow. To the full until it overflows. And that's just not you that's your children your children's children to a thousand generations everybody gonna overflow see I'm a king's kid it overflows that's what the word comes to do check this out Man, anybody, anybody are we good Anybody faith getting stirred up right now? Anybody believing with me? Oh, Vancouver ain't seen nothing yet, man. Oh. Then Jesus with the Holy Spirit's power. Then, then Pastor Dylan, armed with the Holy Spirit's power. Michael, then Carolyn, armed with the Holy Spirit's power. I'm armed with his power, not mine. Mine is puny. Mine is puny. I'm armed with his power. Then Abigail, then Sion, then Abby, Krishna, then 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 uh, 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 the Johnson family. I mean JT and his family. Then then Arm, Pastor Julia, Malia, Arm, Pastor Daniela, Armed. And if I didn't call your name, you Armed too. With the Holy Spirit's power. He returned from a fast armed. Woo! Woo! He returned 
from submission and humility armed. He returned from denying himself armed. I love it. He was armed with the Holy Spirit's power, with resurrection power, with bounce back power. He was armed. Returned to Galilee. And he is fame spread throughout the region. Look at, look at what the word did. He taught in the synagogues and they what? Glorified him. When he came to Nazareth where he had been raised, he went into the synagogue. As he always did on the Sabbath day, when Jesus came to the front to read the scriptures. Why you need to read the scriptures? Because your teacher did. Because your Savior did. Who you think you are receiving the Savior and you ain't got to read the word. Are you going crazy? He was a student of the word. He was a student of himself. Here you go. You want to see this? It says they handed him the scroll and look, he found himself in the Bible. He didn't have a Bible like you and I did. He, he didn't have a Bible like you and I did. He was a man still trying to find purpose. He knew purpose, but he still needed the scripture to confirm purpose. Look what he did. And the prophet Isaiah, he unrolled the scroll and read where it is written. Where it is what? Written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. He saw a prophecy about himself. I don't know about you, but if Jesus had to open the book to find himself, where are you at in the scripture? What has God said about you? What has God said about your family, about your bank account, about your soul, about your skin, about your health, about your mind? Find yourself in the word and speak it. Spirit of the Lord is upon me, and he has what? Anointed me to be hope for the poor, freedom for the brokenhearted, and new eyes for the blind, and to preach to prisoners. You are set free. What, what, what was he preaching? What was he preaching? The word. The, the flesh, the word became flesh. You want to know why I'm so excited right now? Because my flesh is becoming word. <laughs> he say, abide in me and let my word abide in you if you ask anything of my will. Why? My tongue. You saved and still asking your will because you haven't aligned with his word. It comes a point in time where you think like him, you talk like him, you walk like him, you receive like him. And before you know it, you're in places that only him brought you. You think he wanted to buy, he purchased your body just to just just for for later? He lives in here. When you are weak, I am strong. When you don't have words to speak, I have words to speak. <laughs> you are set free. I have come to share the message of Jubilee. Oh, I hope that I hope y'all ready. I hope y'all ready. I hope y'all ready. Jubilee is a bursting word. It's a bursting word. You better, you better mature your understanding. I have come. He says, I'm anointed to share the message of Jubilee. So to the Old Testament, Jubilee was specific to after seven years. 
But to the New Testament believer, as long as I got the word, every day is jubilee. Woo! Every day is jubilee. Yeah. Yeah. For the time of God's great acceptance has begun. Jubilee has begun. I don't, I'm not waiting for breakthrough. I am a breakthrough. Breakthrough lives, the resurrection power lives in me. Therefore, breakthrough lives in me. If you want breakthrough, release breakthrough. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Now, ladies, I know your neighbor. All right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Jubilee is in here. That if you ain't recognized, God is calling us the day before the fast is over to celebrate before we cross over. Yes! Yes! cycles of Schmidtah. Schmidtah. It's a Caleb word. Schmidtah. Listen, listen, listen. The Bible, you read it at prayer the other day. Uh, the, the, the enemy comes in seven ways. Is it, I think it is. He comes in one way, but he flees seven ways. And what that represents is the attack is over. He's coming in one way, but he got to flee seven because it's over. Every way, every characteristic, every stronghold, everything he tried, you are coming to a year of Jubilee. The cycle is broken. Look, 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 look. It says that Shemitah means sabbatical years. You're coming to the end of your sabbatical. You've been having trouble finding peace. Peace may have been on sabbatical, but peace is returning off a vacation. Woo! You may have been lacking wisdom. You may have been lacking health. You may have been lacking confidence. You may have been lacking courage. Maybe it's been on a sabbatical. But baby, I'm telling you, the year of Jubilee has arrived. Is the year at the end, and it says, had a special impact on the ownership and management of land in the land of Israel. It had an impact. Your freedom has an impact on your city. That's why God has to perform his word and release what he promised you. Because it's for the mission of redeeming your city. Whether it's money, whether it's a car, whether it's a job, whatever it may be, it's for his glory. He needs your music. He needs your body. He needs your dance. He needs your swag. He needs your beauty, not your booty. Sorry, but you're selling the wrong thing. 
He needs your heart. He needs your, you ain't fine. You ain't cute for no reason. You cute on purpose. But not to prostitute it around, not to use it to be advantageous. You are handsome and clean cut and handsome and attractive because when, when oh, I will draw all men to me. Can he trust you with who he's attracting to you? Everybody ain't tail. Everybody ain't your boyfriend. Everybody ain't your spouse. Forget what you need. What does God need? But I want to pay attention to this double 20. See, because people that's been declaring at the top of 2020 stop declaring. 2020 mean exactly what 2020 means. got to have eyes to see 20 is a symbol of redemption as well as a symbol of completion and perfection so when you find 2020 this is this is not the year you you've experienced levels of freedom but but you are about to break through to a dimension of freedom that you've never experienced before. Come on, Michael. He's like doubling down on your freedom. See, the enemy, there will be no more access, no more re-entering. You may develop some new strongholds, but whatever you are willing to leave in 2020, it is done forever. It is complete. It is canceled. It is abolished. It is destroyed, lacerated. It is over. The enemy should have killed me back then. marriage you should have killed it back then but you cannot have my family yeah you have no shot in hell to have my husband my wife my children my grandma my mama my auntie my sister-in-law you can't have my in-laws my blood my co-work you can't have nothing everywhere my feet tread is mine my job belongs to God My children's school belongs to God. The Lord is sending his word to end some cycles of death, destruction, and defeat. Don't go to the next slide. They got to get this. He's sending his word to end some things. And by the exit of some things, here comes the entrance of new things. <laughs> yes. Open up, just open up the door and let it out. Just let it out. Just go and let it out. Let it go. No, no, no. Because everything you want. The release of that. Based on the release of that, you have.
have to let some things die. Look, you serve the resurrected king. So I assume Lazarus, after he died and was, had came back to life, he was a much better person. You put me in the tomb for four days. For four days. And you brought me back to life? You don't think Lazarus had a shout? You don't think Lazarus had a praise? You don't think Lazarus was stronger? You don't believe Lazarus, the things he went to his grave regretting, now he got a second chance? You don't believe that Lazarus bounced back? You got to let it go. The exit of a thing don't necessarily mean it's the end of it. But when it comes back, it's going to be better. Right, right. There's some things I just got to go to the grocery store and buy. I dare not try to cook it. And give, put it in the hands of my wife to cook. And there's some things that I can do that she'll hand me to do. Because you put a good thing in the wrong hands. You can't handle that boy problems. You can't handle that girl's problem. You can't be their savior. Get out the way. Get out the way. I see you up there, Cayenne. How you doing up there? I know you sweating BBs up there, my man. <laughs> the Lord is sending his word to end some cycles of death, destruction, and defeat. But we can't talk about what he's sending to end. We got to talk about what he's sending and releasing. He's releasing victory, vengeance, vigor, vitality, a voice, and venomous faith. Come, venomous faith. Venomous faith. Woo! He's releasing victory, vengeance. Oh, the enemy going to pay for what is he going to pay? Because Jubilee is here, we're going to impact way more souls. Oh, you mess with my mom and my daddy? Okay, we're going to win some souls. We're we going to redeem some folks that was heading the wrong way. And then vigor, health, strength, um, vitality. You, you're not going to come in looking like you just smoked a pack of cigarettes and ate a, a, a bag of Vienna sausages. Some folks just look unhealthy. <laughs> but God is about to give you something very unique that's very important. A kingdom voice. stepping into the season of the lion not the lamb some of you he trained you how to be a lamb therefore he could release the lion <laughs> he's giving you a voice going to entrust you to use that voice at tables and in people's lives of major influence. 
in some sense, Elder John, this next season we're going in is going to be the greatest test of our lives because what he's going to release to us, we're heading into a stewardship season. No, 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 look, your mess-ups from the past is not stopping what he's about to release. Because you was a bad steward before, he's not withholding anything for the future. Look, look, you need another chance to prove. He's going to prove that you have, you have learned. He, he said, go ahead, try my boy, Job. Go ahead. Guarantee you he ain't going to buckle this time. Go ahead, put Daniel in the lion's den. Watch his face. Go ahead, Noah. I believe in you. And that's what you're coming into. You're coming into your Daniel season. Go and throw Joseph in the pit. I guarantee you. Go and let that woman rub on him. I guarantee you. He ain't going to lie down with her. Guarantee it. And you're stepping into a season of stewardship. And if you're stepping into a season of stewardship, you for sure got to have something great to steward that's bigger than what you deserve based on your past record. You're going to be like Peter and want to bow down on the ground and say, Lord, I don't deserve this. The weight of his goodness is going to shatter your insecurities. Don't you dare apologize for what God is about to do in your life. People not going to understand it People going to hate on it. People going to discourage you. People going to persecute you. But as Joseph, stand strong because what's going to even come after that is going to be we're all heading to a place of lender, not borrower. His covenant people. People that want to compromise, they're going to get to heaven and they're going to get the real, real goodness when they get to heaven. And here they're going to taste a little bit and they go, you can go ahead, double dutch with the Lord all you want to. I'm talking to covenant people. I'm talking to people who are willing to lay their will down and pursue the Father. Not double dutch. Not be double-minded. Not worry about what people think about them. But full submersion, full submission. <laughs> Voice. I know from my past, I don't deserve some of the things that he has done and is doing. No way. But because of the blood, I deserve it. Because of how much he loves me, I deserve it. I'm being restored back to my rightful place. Reconciliation is not just the ministry of getting you back to church. Reconciliation is the get you back to the ministry of the garden you go read Genesis one more time and see what popped off in the garden he said here I need you to subdue this I need you to multiply it and you can go ahead name the animals do what you got to do be innovative create a spirit of innovation gonna jump on some of y'all in major ways Ah, uh, yeah <laughs> and then venom is fake venom is fake I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking venomous faith. I'm talking 
dangerous faith. Uh, faith. I'm talking about uh, you are a force to be reckoned with. I'm talking the gift of faith, not just faith that comes by hearing. I'm talking about faith that comes to destroy stuff. I'm talking the faith that only the Holy Spirit can gift unto you according to 1 Corinthians 12. I'm talking about mountain-moving faith. I'm talking about the impossible. I'm talking about OMG faith. I'm talking about what faith. I'm talking about get out of here faith. I'm talking about what, wait a minute, no, faith. The word protects the word protects. Listen carefully, my dear child, to everything that I teach you and pay attention to all that I have to say. Fill your thoughts with my what? Words until they penetrate deep until into your spirit. Then, as you unwrap my words, as you open your mail on Monday, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. Some of our skin issues may come from our nerve issues. Some of our, our, our muscle issues may come from our anxious issues. Which tells me some of your problems is trust issues. Forget trusting him or her. You got trust in God issues. And that's why you can't trust him or her you don't trust God. Verse 23, so above all, guard the affections of your heart. Oh, oh, what are you allowing? This is crucial. So, some of you ladies that had daddy issues, this part is for you. I'm here to tell you that man can never satisfy you without you constantly having to cling to him. <laughs> and that's why the moment any man give you a little bit of affection and they get to that little part of your heart where you're like, ooh. He says, guard the affections. Be careful with where and who you allow in your heart. Because whoever has your heart can tweak the channel of God's voice and you begin to think, this is God. No, no, look, look, look. Be careful. I, I shared a few weeks ago, I've been there. Anybody was there when I shared my little stupidity? So I'm talking from experience. The affections of your heart. I'm not talking feelings. 
affection can feel like love. But affection in his mere form is eros. the love gets stronger the affection gets stronger and unmanaged affection always causes infection it takes a while for the infection to kick in for they affect all that you are what also your affection here we go pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being for from there where's there your heart flows the wellspring of life if you're a wise man or woman Sometimes, uh, see, the, the Lord will give wise people insight because he'll show us where your affection is and we can kind of discern where you're heading. The thing that make you sad, the thing that make you easily angry, the thing, that person, that thing, that place, whenever you, whenever they phone ring, something happened on your phone, their phone number pop up, something happened in here. They just called. You haven't even heard their voice yet, just the phone number. Cute little picture you put on there. So for caller ID, you just do something, you just warm up your little heart. <sighs> Affections. I might not take that job now. I might not go to that college now. Not because I'm in love. Because somebody has the affections of my heart. Bless you. I might stay out a little later. I might not do what my mom and daddy say. I might not listen to pastor. Because the affection is stronger than your will. And the longer you feed your affection and not turn it over to the will of God, your will becomes opposing to God. He says the will of the flesh opposes God. You don't want to, you don't, you don't, you got to be on God's side. He said, for from there flows the wellspring but I love Isaiah gives us this answer. Perfect, absolute peace surrounds those whose imagination, my, my imaginations are consumed with his word, his goodness, his power. I'm just, I'm just, the Elder John reminded me in the back earlier, he said, man, when you preach the word, you just, there's this grateful thing about it. And I just believe the word. The word has carried me and my family to today. 
You don't know how long my family and I have been pursuing God's will. And it has been frustrating. It has been heartbreaking. It has been some hungry days. It has been as a man carrying, going to the grocery store, having my wife go to aisle 10 while I go up to Coinstar and pour all the change in there. And ding, 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 ding. like I'm at a casino. I'm like, I ain't trying to, can I just put some, some pillows around the change and it could read it? No, no, no. And you like, we got like $96 and 98 cents. So you're trying to find five pennies just to get it to 99. Print out that receipt. Out 10. We got we got $99, babe. $99, baby in, the, baby in the basket, Malia, she don't know no better. She eating. We going to feed her. She got diapers. We, we got what we need. Got to call the landlord. Sir, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry this month. We, we just can't do it. But, but the whole time, speaking the word, praying the word, and we singing the word. Hey, look, look, we... We, hey, debt collectors calling. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I feel you. I, I, I know. Like, man, I'm. It's over. It's overdue. My blessing is too. I'm, I don't know, but I can't do it right now. But I'm gonna keep speaking the word, praying the word, and singing the word. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Because, because pe that's how people got us through. Grandma, mama, uncle, hand the baton to us. Now we're going to take it further. We're going we gonna to take it further. And we're here because we stayed focused on the word, not our circumstances. And even when we tried to do it our own way, we had to allow God to tweak it. And he tweaked it. So when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you because I know how the word works. The word is working for me. For me. It, I'm speaking with conviction because it's saved me. It saved my marriage. It's healed my children. Right, right. This you gotta understand. This is I'm not just talking. This thing is going to rise up one day and save you out of some crazy circumstances. They confidently trust. And you got to push yourself so far out in the ocean of the word that it ain't no turning back. I can go get another job. I mean, merely off of just spending the last several years planting a church Man, I've done a lot. I've event planned. I've put on concerts. I've done a lot. I qualify to do a lot of stuff. I've counseled people. I have been a pioneer of a thriving organization. <laughs> Absolutely. And we've raised six figures several, at least two years in a row. 
from our partners, you being some of them. We are running a successful church. Why? Because people are growing and changing and leading and impacting the marketplace. All because the word. Anybody talk to me? Any meeting we go to? Any meeting we go to? Full of the word. Huddle. Full of the word. That's all I got to offer you. If you don't want a wisdom session, you don't want to hear the word, don't book an appointment. Yes, trust in the Lord, Yahweh, forever and forever, forever and ever. For Yah, the Lord God, is the rock of ages. The rock of ages. He's the rock of ages. On the solid rock, I stand. All other is sinking sand. What are you talking about? I was, anybody ever been sinking on sand before? Tonight, whew, we are going to get into how the word fights for you. And how the word changes you. And how the word is working inside of you even while you sleep it. The word is speaking to other people on your behalf. <laughs> Anybody ever bless you out of nowhere? Yeah. Guess what was happening? The word was working. <laughs> I, hey, babe, I, I, you, 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 I know you up there, you like, but I just got to say a tiny bit. I got to say a tiny, I have to. Because it's just fitting. I felt your spirit like, is he, don't do, but, but we can't apologize for, for what God has promised. Okay, I'm not going to get into details, but I'm going to tell you a detail. God blessed my family with a wonderful vehicle. No, 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 amen. A wonderful vehicle. For those that know, during this pandemic, people have sold homes and got exactly what they asked for. People have gotten vehicles. People have gotten jobs. Co-workers have been saved. Love Quest has prospered during this time. And look, you, you're not going to have the word. You're prospering because of the word. And, and you may not realize it, Sion, and all you that have been blessed, you have been distracted doing the Lord's work. While many you can think of right now that may have left, and they're blessed by working for it. But there's things that have come your way in the midst of lack or the midst of famine that it's like, no. God connected dots. He moved on father's hearts to co-sign and people gave you a little extra money. The word is working even in your enemy's heart. So I was introduced to somebody, um, one of my buddies, have a beautiful vehicle. He, I was like, introduce me uh, to your car guy. Now anybody know this church? We have finances, but from the day this church was birthed, the church was first. 
right? What I make and what comes to my household is based on what comes into the church after the church is taken care of without breaking the church, okay? As a pastor in Vancouver. Now, I have not once asked my wife, prayed for a vehicle. I believe one, and I desired one, but not any vehicle. See, we'll settle and give a testimony over something we're settling for. But in my heart, I have a picture. You've always heard me talk about peanut butter interior or peanut butter bottoms on shoes. Why? I'm a big guy, so I don't mind pulling up in the Prius, bent over a little bit. I don't mind. I don't mind Micah legs all in the middle by the by the tran the transmission stick. You get what I'm saying. I don't mind them kicking me in the back while I'm driving. I don't mind. It's the family vehicle. Malia getting in there. We look like a basketball team, a college basketball team. Micah the point guard. Micah the point guard. And then we hop out the car and I'm like, hey, how y'all doing up over there? But if anyone knows me, I've been focused on what God cares about, and that's your soul. And so I asked the man, I say, like, hey, man, I have faith, and this is how faith, I got permission to get in the game for a car. I don't have no down payment, and we sure don't want to trade our car in. We need how many cars? Two. You said five? Amen. We do. Amen. We need two. But I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm an immigrant here. My passport says, make disciples. <laughs> God gave me permission to be in this country to serve you, not to look for stuff. So if God is going to provide, he has to do that. I can't legally buy a car here unless I buy it all cash. I'm an immigrant. I can't get a loan. I can't get a lease. I can't do none of that. So, but I get in the game. He says, sir, you qualify. Bop, 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 bop. My wife, she's like, ah. I'm like, babe, I'm not trying to get no car. I'm just trying to get in the game. Test the waters. So we get to a point, and he just says, but your status no problem. I've done all that I can do. My wife, she just over, she, she, oh, she know I'm looking and she know I'm in the process, but she don't know the process is moving. And so he says, I just need somebody who's willing to co-sign. I'm like, well, ain't nobody from the church going to do it because I'm not getting in that kind of business with nobody from the church. Nah, I learned my lesson. No, 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 no. That's not God's will. The blessing of the Lord makes rich adds no sorrow. <laughs> the Lord said, aha, look over here. I'm like, cool. Long story short, a family member. who's been by our side for some years now, steps in 
And I don't want to go into too many details. But I will say this. We don't have a car note. The car, there was no taxes on it. No, 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 no. All we have to take care of is insurance. That's it. And when it's paid for, when it's done, it's ours. LaQuest, all you've done is prayed and worshiped with me. The church didn't pay for it. Uh, I, that just is not there. And the Lord didn't just give just anything. He gave me something just for me. And I'm not going to get into the name of the, the, the co-name of the car, whatever that's called, the style of car. But it was the only one, and it means, what does it mean? Don't say the name, but what does it mean? They're going to go look it up anyway. They're going to. They See, the Lord, Lord, Lord loves it. Lord, Lord is intentional. And when the Lord gives you something, it's always talking to you. Man's a city. And is used in the control of the inhabitants and in defense during attack or siege. Any, any strongly fortified place, stronghold, Formerly a heavily armored structure on a warship for protecting the engines, the magazines, etc. I don't, this is not a shout, this is not a, trust me, me and my wife, and I told the elders this. We wasn't going to share no testimony. Because sadly in this day, people don't want to see you blessed. But if you've been here long enough, you've seen the body of work that we do, you've seen our commitment, and you've heard the word declared in this place. Not once were we worried about it, not once were we thinking about it, not once were we arguing about it. When it was time, it manifested. It, it, the blessing of the Lord maketh rich adds no sorrow. I didn't have to take on a note. And worry about the church making enough to pay. None of that. God supplies. And there's all kind of favored details in there that is unnecessary to get into. But when I'm up here talking about the word, I am speaking from experience. I'm speaking from gritting it out. Standing when I don't want to stand. Shutting my mouth and not questioning God. Why, God? Why this ain't happening? Why we got to keep struggling? Where is enough? Where is we going to have this breakthrough? You heard it in the song, One Word. 
Is this where I just quit and lay it down? Or do I just keep going? Is this where we break forth? But I'm like, Jeremiah, I can't stop because anytime I want to shut up, it's like fire shut up in my bones. Tonight is going to be a radical night because when we get the, our faith stirred up about how the word has went forth to fight for you, he says, give, and it shall be given, pressed down, shaken together, running. He will cause people to give. The word of God moved on their heart to take care of us the way they did. And we've been through enough bogus experiences to know that this blessing has no strings attached. Lift your hands. Father, thank you. Lord, we continue to seek you first. And all this stuff that we think makes us better and give us greater status, it will be added to our lives. But Lord, as the psalmist says, we praise you in advance. So when it shows up, it's just an introduction. Hey, how you doing? There you go. Because faith is already driving it. Faith already got the keys, the title deed. Faith, Lord, we know you take care of us. We know. So Lord, help us. By your Holy Spirit, help us trust you. Help us connect with people that trust you. I rebuke the double-minded spirit. Lord, we are standing firm on your word, fortified, strong, immovable. Shake it all you want to, but we are immovable. I thank you. As we step into this next season of stewardship, as you gave to Joseph, that's what it was. After the pit, it was stewardship. <laughs> I thank you. We won't flop this time. I rebuke the fear of money. The, the, the fear of, I don't want to blow this. No, it's broken. You are a good steward. You have a business mindset. You do know how to save your finances. You know how to sow and you know how to save. But you're not just going to save. You're going to be an investor. And we thank you, Lord, that your will shall be. Worship team, your will will be it shall be done we declare it is finished it is done it is well with our souls we believe it Lord God and we receive it Lord God for you are mighty to save you are mighty to heal you are mighty to deliver Lord God we shout with a voice of triumph we shout with a voice of praise we rejoice and again I say rejoice 
we rejoice and again I say rejoice let everything that has breath praise the Lord let everything that has breath praise the Lord let everything that has breath Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And join us next time as we receive another powerful right now word brought to us by our man of God, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy the rest of your day. And in the meantime, get your love fixed, man.